had fervently prayed for their daily bread and deliverance from evil, but famine and fear had moved into this house on Church Hill along with them. Dawn never arrived. The long nightmare refused to end. And so Josephine had decided in church yesterday morning that prayer was a waste of time. The Almighty would do whatever he wanted, heedless of her pleas. She wouldn't ask for protection from the fire or the spreading chaos or the Yankee invasion. A person who had the chair yanked out from beneath her countless times no longer tried to sit down. Aren't you afraid, Joe? Mary asked. No. She felt wrung of all emotion, including fear. One way or another, by death or deliverance, the uncertainty and sorrow would finally end. Joe no longer cared about the outcome. She simply wished it would come soon. She heard footsteps and turned to see her mother, Eugenia, standing in the bedroom doorway. Mary saw her, too, and ran into her arms. Is there any more news? Mary asked. Josephine dreaded her mother's answer. The colonel was kind enough to stop by before leaving to tell us what's going on. He said not to worry that the smoke is from the bonfires outside the Capitol building. The government is packing their most important documents and burning the rest. They'll probably burn the tobacco and cotton that's stored in the city warehouses, too, rather than let the Yankees profit from them. Joe studied her mother's beautiful face, usually so calm and serene, and knew by the crease between her dark brows that there was more bad news. What else did the colonel say? Are the mobs still looting all the businesses? Mother hesitated, then said, Yes. He warned us to stay away from the commercial district, and so I don't want to alarm you girls, but I think we'd better pack just in case. Are we leaving with everyone else? Mary asked. Not yet, Mother said, stroking Mary's dark hair. Josephine remembered the soothing gesture from when she was a child, sitting on her mother's lap, secure in the comfort of her arms. But she was too old to run to mother now, and her grief was beyond soothing. Besides, mother had a wellspring of grief all her own. We'll wait here a little longer, mother said, but I think we should be ready to leave if we have to. Are we taking everything? Joe asked. She surveyed the trunks and crates of belongings stacked in their tiny bedroom. War had stripped their lives bare, the way wind and frost strips leaves from a tree, until their once-flourishing life had been whittled down to a single room. We'll pack only what we truly need this time, Mother said, and only what we can carry. We'll leave the rest to God's will. Joe wondered if these last few possessions would survive— or if God would take them, too. She and Mother had clung to these reminders of their old life ever since the day a Confederate captain and his handful of men had ridden to their plantation, fifteen miles from Richmond, to warn of the advancing enemy. It isn't safe to stay here any longer, ma'am, he told them. He'd removed his hat out of respect, but he hadn't dismounted. The horse snorted impatiently, fogging the chilly air with its breath. To Joe, another loss had seemed unimaginable, coming a mere month after Daddy's death. But we can't leave our home, Joe had blurted out. It's all we have.
Mother had stood proud and strong as she absorbed the news. Her inner strength seemed to be made from the same glue that held the universe together and kept the stars in place. She reached for Joe's hand and squeezed it. What will happen if we decide to stay here? Mother had asked the captain. The enemy could be here within a day, ma'am, so I strongly advise you to leave. The Yankees are savages with no code of decency or chivalry. He glanced around at the family slaves who had stopped work to listen and added, Besides, there's no telling what your Negroes will do once the Yankees get them all stirred up, promising freedom and all. Joe's breath seemed to freeze in her lungs as she waited in the icy air to hear what Mother would do. The captain's horse fidgeted and pulled at the reins as if eager to gallop. We'll have soldiers patrolling the roads into Richmond for as long as possible.